Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Woman to Woman podcast. I am recording a short mini episode live for you from bed. (laughs) It has been a minute. I just actually am sitting here. I just looked at the statistics from the very first episode that went live approximately two weeks ago. My episode and interview with Kelly from Soul Healing with Kelly and To be honest with you, I was kind of blown away. You guys clearly loved the episode. We have got some incredible feedback and just seeing the number of downloads was honestly mind-blowing. When I try to picture that many people listening in, like in real life, picturing that many people is difficult to do. So thank you for listening, for all of you that tuned in and Listen to that episode with Kelly. It was such a learning curve for me and was such an incredible interview on her behalf. We had so much positive feedback around things that Kelly dived into and her story that she shared. And I'm so glad that so many of you resonated and fell in love with Kelly just the way that I love her and got to see that very beautiful and very real, raw, vulnerable side of her and her incredible story that has got her to, you know, the woman that she is today. But I'm excited to be here with you recording my first solo podcast episode. Um, Did not plan on doing this in my bed, but I did hear Alex Cooper and Emma Chamberlain frequently record their podcast episodes in their bed. So After hearing that, I went and got my microphone and plugged it into my laptop and here we are. So I'm home by myself right now. My kids are with my co-parent, with my ex-partner. And so I was sitting here, random thought, and I was thinking to myself, I wanted to actually jump on and have a discussion about something that comes up very regularly. And I think it comes up for a lot of women, not just my clients, not just my friends, not just the women that I speak to every day, not just... The people that I'm surrounded by, but I think for all of us, I think for for everybody, and I genuinely do have this conversation, it seems, with so many of my clients. It doesn't matter if they are starting out in business or they are six making six figures a year in business or if they are at multiple, multiple, multiple six figures a year in business. This is a conversation and a topic that comes up no matter where you're at. And so I think it's a topic that so many of us are familiar with, and it's something that a lot of people have discussed, but it's something that I wanted to give a perspective on. And the topic that I'm talking about is people-pleasing. And I think we can even, you know, refine that even more to women that are struggling with people-pleasing tendencies. And I think that we're all quite familiar now with the root cause of people pleasing, I think we all know that that comes from this conditioning that is good girl conditioning. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I talk a lot about children and conditioning and authenticity. And I frequently have a conversation with women around people pleasing and predominantly around their individual struggles with people pleasing and how that shows up for them in their relationships, in their parenting, in their business, in their family dynamics, 
all of the things. And I think that it is so deeply rooted in, it, it spans across all the different avenues and all of the different areas of our life. Like I don't feel that it's something that's compartmentalized. And I think so many women are going through this and some of them are very aware of it and can notice it and can see it. And I think some of them, even if they do have awareness around it, really struggle to break the patterning and the conditioning. And I think it's very deeply rooted for some women. And it really does affect so many different aspects of their lives, whether that be in their business, in making money, in raising their prices or having boundaries or speaking to something with a client or enforcing a contract or enforcing a payment plan or whatever it is. That's generally how it shows up in business. Also morphing ourselves to be who we believe people need us to be or want us to be. And that's how it's largely showed up for me in the past. I would say in my relationships in particular, I would literally become with a very undefined G center, whoever that person needed me to be. So I would become my environment. I would adapt to that environment. And that's a survival skill, right? Like, don't get me wrong, that on some level helped me survive. However, however, I think it gets to the point where we have to have this conversation. And I think we need this perspective. When I heard this perspective about people pleasing, it really put it into perspective for me. And it really changed my perspective on it. And it it like it just it just catalyzed something within me that it finally made sense on a shadow level, but also on a conditioning level that was very deeply rooted what was actually happening and what was actually going on. And it made me very, very aware. And I saw it in a very different light. And so I wanted to bring that perspective. I wanted to offer that perspective to you today because I think it's important. I think it's important to have these conversations and to entertain different perspectives and to not just think that one, we know everything, but two, to see things in different light. I think that's part of being self-aware human. So the perspective that shifted people-pleasing for me and that really got me deeply into what was happening on a very unconscious level, like don't forget this is happening unconsciously. Most of the time when you're in a people-pleasing tendency, it's not conscious. But when we're looking at our unconscious and the behaviors and the patterning and the conditioning that we are running, this is what is affecting our life. This is the part that if you want to change your life or if you want to transform something in your life or you want to alter or shift something in your life, you essentially need to get to the root of it and you need to get to the unconscious level of it. So when we look at people pleasing, the thing that really got me to like sit the fuck up <laughs> was when somebody said to me that people pleasing on a very unconscious level, on a shadow level, is you attempting to manipulate unconsciously, sometimes consciously for some people, but you attempting to manipulate and control how somebody else perceives you. And so why this really deeply, profoundly shifted things for me was 
the wording of manipulate and control somebody's perception of me. When I realized that people pleasing at its root level was, and we all do it, so there's no shame and guilt in this, okay? We've all been there. We've all done it. We've all adapted ourselves. We've all lied. We have all altered ourselves, altered what we wanted to say, told a little white lie, told a big lie, falsified something, you know, whatever it is, we've all been there. So there's no shame. There's no guilt. This is a shame-free, guilt-free space. It's a judgment-free zone. (laughs) But I think it's important. Woman to woman, I think it's important that we have this conversation. If you are stuck in people-pleasing tendencies, and I see this a lot for my clients in particular, that are generators and manifesting generators in particular, because it is something that you are prone to energetically wise. You generally, if you're a generator or manifesting generator, are using your energy because you have that life force energy and your sacral energy in ways that you don't want to be using it. And you fall into people pleasing tendencies and patterning by saying yes to things that are actually a no and things that you don't want to be doing because you are afraid of potentially triggering somebody's emotions, disappointing somebody, somebody not liking you, all of these things, being perceived your own way, being made out to be a villain, whatever it is. And we also see this very frequently when when we look at the way we are showing up and we are utilizing social media, when we look at the way that we are censoring ourselves, when we look at the way that we are, again, trying to manipulate and control the way that people are perceiving us. And why I think it's important to dive into this is I think it's important to understand that you are not in control of how people perceive you because how people perceive you and what they think of you, even though you were attempting to manipulate and control it, is really just them interpreting data. It's really them interpreting information through their own conditioning, their own trauma, their own lens through which they see the world. It's coming through their own perspective. And I think when we can understand that and we can actually comprehend logically and consciously that we are not in control of how somebody perceives us because we could never control how somebody perceives us. I don't care if you are behaving, acting, doing your absolute best to be perceived as the nicest person in the entirety of the universe. There is somebody who doesn't like you. There is somebody who is not going to like you. And I see this come up so often with my clients. When it comes to social media, when it comes to their business, when it comes to communication in their relationship, when it comes to hosting on social media, like even the things that seem like the simplest act, like putting up a piece of content or saying what you really think or recording a podcast episode or speaking your truth online women really struggle with it. And so I think it's important to understand that it's something that we are all going through on a collective level. And we get to individually choose to transcend. And we all have our own individual journey with it. And so I think that's important to contextualize. But I think it's also important to know that you're definitely not the only woman. And so I want you to know, and I think this is important because this was a very pivotal moment in my life when I realized that the women that I admired and had pedestaled 
for so long and had looked up to for many years. And I just thought that their life was so amazing and their business is so amazing and their career is so amazing and everything's amazing. When I realized that they're actually navigating the same shit that I was navigating, just often on a larger scale, I realized how normal and how human we all are. Back to my point about people pleasing, I want you to understand, because I think this will help shift things for you. When you understand that unconsciously what you are trying to do is to manipulate and control people's perception of you. But if you actually understand that you cannot, under any circumstances, control how people perceive you, then you can let go of needing to be perceived in a certain way. And so we all try to control and manipulate this because, again, this comes back to survival and our need as a tribe. We all want to be liked and approved of. We all need safety. We all want to be part of the tribe. We don't want to be cancelled. We don't want to be put at risk of not being able to survive. So it is a very deeply rooted survival mechanism that is active in all of us. However, what I want you to realize and what I had to realize and what changed things for me, like I said, is really logically consciously understanding on an unconscious level understanding as well that I actually cannot control how people perceive me, that I actually cannot, no matter how much I try to manipulate and put forward a certain version of myself, you are still going to perceive it however you are going to perceive it. It actually does not matter what I say. It doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter because at the end of the day, it's all information. You are going to interpret that information through your own lens and your own lens and everybody else's lens and my lens is all made up of our own trauma, our own conditioning, our own perception of the world, our own belief systems, our own way through which we see things and perceive things and interpret things. And so our minds all have a very individual way based on our circumstances, based on our past, based on our genetics, based on our family, based on our upbringing and our childhood and all of the things everybody's going to perceive it differently. And so that's exactly why you can have two people witness the same situation and have two completely different versions of events because they are perceiving it through their own lens, through their own perspective. And so I think when we actually comprehend this, we can let go of the fear of how we will be perceived because it's out of our control and so we no longer need to manipulate it and we we can just let people think whatever the fuck they want to think and whatever they're going to think and to understand that that actually has nothing and I repeat nothing to do with us how you perceive information has nothing to do with me how I perceive information has nothing to do with you it has everything to do with me And so if I cannot control or manipulate your way of perceiving me, then why would I even attempt to or bother? And when I am engaging in that behavior or when you are engaging in that people-pleasing behavior, at what cost is that coming at? Because you cannot sit there and tell me that you feel fulfilled and happy in your life when you know 
and are aware of the fact, or even if you're not, that you're people pleasing, that you have no boundaries, that you're saying yes to things that you do not want to be doing, that you are afraid of cancelling, that you are censoring yourself. You cannot sit there and tell me that you are happy and that you feel like a fulfilled human being because you are working your absolute most to be liked and to be perceived in a certain way and to manipulate and control situations. And that's just what it is. There's no guilt or shame in that, but that's the honest truth of what you're doing subconsciously. That's what your behavior is doing. And so I think we need to accept that and to look at, at a deeper level, why? Why are you engaging in that? And like I said, at what cost? is that coming at? Is that coming at the cost of your relationships? Is that coming at the cost of your values? Is that coming at the cost of your quality time with your children? Because you cannot set a boundary with your work or you cannot push back on something you were invited to that you don't even actually want to be fucking going to, but that you don't want to disappoint or upset somebody else by saying no. So everything in life comes at a cost everything that we say yes to is essentially saying no to something else for me to sit here and record this episode right now it's me saying no to watching a movie on netflix it's me saying no to going and having a bath it's me saying no to going out and having a dinner with my friend at our favorite restaurant because i can't do this and that at the same time right like i i have to make a choice of what i'm giving energy and time to and what i'm not And so when we are using our energy to give it to things that we don't even want to be engaging in, and we are engaging in a people-pleasing pattern and not having boundaries and not saying no and just entertaining behavior and events that we don't want to be doing, there is something else that is costing you. If you are saying yes to that thing, then there is something that you're saying no to. If you're saying yes to an invite that you don't want to be going to, that's costing you whatever it is that you would actually prefer to be doing. So this really put things into perspective for me. And again, social media is such a huge part of this because a lot of the women that I talk to or have this conversation with do often reference and talk about, in particular, not saying things online or not even posting because they're so concerned about what people will think of them. Will they look silly? How will people judge them? And so if you looked at it and you were like, actually, I don't need to control and manipulate people and I'm actually safe and there is no value that this is adding to my life, then potentially you could show up more authentically online. So here's the problem. And I had this conversation with a girlfriend today But a lot of this comes back to fundamentally that good girl conditioning. Again, being perceived as the nice girl, the good girl, because you spent your entire childhood getting rewarded and praised for being that person. You spent your entire childhood. I don't know about you, but I did. And I know that most of us did. And if you didn't, kudos. But I know that either your caregivers or your parents or your teachers or the education system or just society in general praised you at some point in your life for being obedient, for being the good girl, for doing what you were told. You were praised for being controlled. You were praised for not thinking for yourself. You were praised your entire life to look a certain way, to behave a certain way, to act a certain way, to speak a certain way, 
and you were told that that was good and anything other than that was wrong. I want to call bullshit. And you know what? One thing that makes me very proud, sometimes difficult to navigate, but very proud is that my daughter embodies authenticity on every level. She just is who she is and she's not making any apologies for it. And sometimes that's difficult for my ego to navigate on a parenting level because you know what? It's a hell of a lot easier to control our children with fear, to parent through the lens of needing to control her. And that would make my ego feel a lot better. But anyway, to wrap this up, what I want to say is this. If you numb the bad, you also numb the good. If you try to control the outcome, you will never experience the joy of life. If you try to protect yourself so much that you try to control everything and everybody and manipulate everybody's perception of you and perspective of you and try to control every single outcome, you will never do anything. In your life, you will never put out anything. You will never create. You will never have deep conversations. You will never experience connection. I know your fears feel real. Trust me. But decide to navigate them. They're not real. You don't need to run from anything. You're not unsafe. I think it's important to get really honest with yourself and to look at the areas of your life that you have been trying to control or manipulate other people's perception of you and look at what that's cost you. Because that is costing you something. It's just that potentially you you have decided or chosen unconsciously even to not look at that and have awareness around that because that will potentially make you change or shift something which then your unconscious mind believes takes you out of safety. But reflect on that. And is it really worth it? Does it really fucking matter? They're just perceiving information and data and it's not even about you. All right, my loves, that is the end of this episode. I hope if anything that you take something away from this conversation, I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions as always on what you think. Send me a DM on Instagram. I love to connect with you. I'll see you in the next episode.